This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 19. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing absolutely fantastic. I'm one day late on this podcast because I have to admit, I went away, oh my gosh, and I visited one of my awesome friends, Carol. She lives in BC, Vancouver. It was such a great, wonderful week there. Um, But needless to say, I was a little bit busy, so I didn't get around to reading as many books as I normally do, (laughs) but I was able to read one on the airplane. So this is the one that I highlighted this week, and it is another great book. I know I say that every single week, Um, but this one is kind of a little different because Neville Goddard is the author of this book called The Power of Awareness, and I'm not kidding you, Like his concepts are absolutely so current, and he was born in 1905. Like you won't even believe it. It's unbelievable. And a lot of his um, actionable nuggets and little tidbits of information, they relate a lot to the science of well-being and positive psychology. So it's actually amazing that he was way before his time and he had so much knowledge and had definitely a wonderful message to share. So it was an exciting book for me to read. Anyway, so I'm back and I'm so excited to highlight this book for you. If it's your first time here on the podcast, welcome. It is This is the podcast where I devote my addiction to reading uh, to sharing it with you and to letting you know all the wonderful little actionable nuggets and tidbits of information in so many of these fantastic books that relate to well-being and positive psychology and it's beyond self-help. I hope that what you get out of the podcast is that you can apply some of these wonderful actionable nuggets that these authors package into these little gifts of books. Okay, enough. I know I'm totally addicted to these books and everything. But the good news is, is Carol, my friend from BC that I was just talking about, she also gave me this amazing book, which I'll be highlighting very soon. So make sure you subscribe so that you can definitely get the download on that book that I am coming up with highlighting soon. Okay, so let's jump right in. I'm going to admit there's a lot of things that are a little out there. Uh, Neville Goddard is uh, definitely known for being more of a cosmic philosopher, and um, he's kind of a new thought teacher and author. So if some of the things seem a little bit woo-woo for you, just rest assured that a lot of these concepts concepts have now been actually proven in science to be beneficial. So, um, So if it gets a little out there for you, you know what, just take what it is that you want to, that resonates with you, and leave what does not resonate resonate with you. And as you always do anyway, when you probably read it personally as well, but I'm going to give you a bit of a highlight for this book. So you can definitely delve in. Now, the reason I discovered Neville Goddard is actually through Wayne Dyer. He references him in so many of his books. And I, I definitely ordered almost all of Neville Goddard's book because just because of Wayne Dyer's references to him. And I wanted to kind of see what, what he was reading and that sort of stuff. Okay. 
So the thing and the power of awareness, it all is based around the idea of consciousness. So basically we manifest or consciousness is basically our physical form, the reality that we're looking at. So it's all about consciousness being different things to different people. So my perception of my world around me is very different than perhaps my sons or my daughters or my boyfriends. So it's the idea of consciousness is the it's the world that we've built around us. It's the reality that's all around us, and it's uh, the kind of the the mental pathways or the neural networks that we've created that allows us to interpret the world around us. So when he refers to consciousness within his book, he's just talking about the physical form and the environment that we've created, and uh, kind of what we've constructed as true or we've created as true in our mind and in our thinking. And so what he did then is talk next about how we create that reality, which we see around us with our thinking. And so he talks about how everything that we think about uh, started with, um, like imagination and started with thinking. And then you see the world through your thinking, which in positive psychology is all about the neural networks that we create. It's the stories we tell ourselves. It's the filter through which we see the world. And so that is what he talked about in his book and how um, it's this this filter that kind of determines the forms that we see around us, the consciousness and the reality that's all around us. Can you see what I mean? This book is definitely, I swear to gosh, it's like the smallest book, but you probably have to read it like a thousand times in order to really capture what it is that he is saying within this book. So it's definitely, it's a short book and in an easy read, but the reality is, is that there's so much depth to everything that he's saying that um, you can see it definitely requires a lot of read through. So definitely delve in um, and read more on it if you like, order the book if you like as well to get more, but I'm going to do my best with highlighting here. So then he talked about this concept of I am. So your attitude is everything. So everything depends on the attitude that this is what he's saying in his book and everything depends um, on what it is that you're thinking. And so just like um, everything was once an imagination or a thought, and then it comes into physical form. So he's talking about that everything depends on your attitude towards yourself and your interpretation that actually determines your conscious reality. So then he started talking all about the power of assumption. And assumptions are kind of like your imagination or your wishes and your desires. So the power, he talked a lot about the power of assumption, and I'll get into that more in more detail as well. But more about that your future dreams are um, present fact. So whatever you're thinking about right now, you can use the power of assuming or the power of using your mind to create that form in your imagination that becomes things. So um, your thoughts become things. And this is what he's talking about. And you can see definitely where Wayne Dyer gets a lot of his inspiration and got a lot of his inspiration rather um, in his books and in his teaching and everything. And that's why he references Neville Goddard a lot. Um, So the power of assumption and that, that all things happen as a result of your 
consciousness. What it is, what is it that you're telling yourself? What are the thoughts? What And your thoughts can actually transform your perception of your reality. So this is deep. This is really, really amazing and powerful. And so you basically assume the person that you want to be in this person that you desire. And so through his book, he's talking about how um, the power of this assumption and this strong desire um, create your consciousness. So he is suggesting that this desire is all about experiencing that which you want to be. And then he talks about assuming the feeling that is as if that wish or that desire or that assumption has already been fulfilled. So let's think about an example. So as if um, if you wanted to be um, a writer, for example, and you wanted to have books published, and so he's not just saying, you know, wish for that to happen. He's talking about basically creating it as if it's already there. So using the power of assumption and desire to really become it. So he's talking about becoming it and then feeling the feelings that are associated with it. You're going to notice a reoccurring theme through everything that he talks about within his book. And the the reoccurring theme is that your thoughts become things and basically that you can create that wish and that desire that you want for yourself uh, through this, the power of assumption. So you're going to assume and act as if it's already happened and the desire. Um, so you basically, he, he's suggesting to experience that which you desire and then assume the feelings as if it's already fulfilled. So as if, you know, your wishes, you wish that this would happen is feeling the feelings that you would feel as if your wish was fulfilled. So what you could do is um, if your desire was to write, have books published, for example, then how would it feel? Like, what would that, what is it about that book publishing that's, you know, what is the feeling associated with it? So he is basically uh, emphasizing the fact that you connect with that desire and then experience that which you desire as if like it's already fulfilled and then assume the feelings of the wish fulfilled. And this is huge. And this basically is, um, all about where you're putting your attention. So then he talked about in his book about where you're putting your attention. He basically, this is huge. So he basically is suggesting that whatever you put your attention on is what you're going to manifest into your life. So thoughts become things. And so if thoughts become things like real form and consciousness, your reality, then it's really imperative that you pay attention to what it is that you're putting your thinking on. Um, so this is huge because if we're, um, you know, if you're setting, if you're setting goals and you know, you want something for yourself, he's saying that it's not just about setting that goal. It's actually going to that assumption as if you assume that has already happened for you and then assume the feelings that go along with that wish fulfilled and then hold your attention on that wish and on that feeling rather so that you really, really can focus your attention on that. And then it becomes form. It will come into your life. And um, it's really neat. What you could do is test it and you could think about something that you wish that you would want to come into your life. And it was funny because 
I tried this experiment while I was reading this book and I was thinking about feathers and um, because that's what came up for me. And sure enough, I started noticing and I started uh, having all these feathers, like even in keychains and um, on the path where I was walking, there's a feather just lying there. And it's amazing how uh, just testing it, um, I really, really um, went into the feeling associated with getting excited about, you know, this idea of the power of awareness working. And then I I imagined myself seeing all these feathers. And um, I mean, even cards that I was pulling my, I pull angel cards and the cards that I was pulling had a feather on it. Like it was, it's absolutely amazing. So, but what I did is I, I was testing this and it's amazing how you could do that too. Try testing it. And then it shows you that your thoughts actually create your consciousness and create your, um, like the power of your assumption allows for these things to show up for you. And uh, that desire and and using that imagination, which we're going to talk about in a second, um, the power of your imagination to help you um, feel and notice as if your wish is already fulfilled. What does that feel like for you? And it's that feeling that's going to allow your attention to stay on that and you stay with faith and focus. And then you have that attitude that it's going to show up for you. So this expectation, this assumption that it's going to show up for you in your life, and then you're going to actually end up looking for it. So this is crazy, isn't it? It sounds a little crazy. Yes, I know. I know. I know. It sounds a little woo-woo, a little out there. However, there is a lot of science that actually backs up the power of visualization. And there's a lot of science that actually backs up um, the power of um, acting as if and using affirmation and how it actually creates and stimulates the portion of your brain, the prefrontal cortex that allows you to um, connect with your desires and your wishes. And uh, and so there are, there are studies that actually back this up. I mean, athletes are also studied with the power of visual Visualizing, uh, you know, their sporting event and things like that. So I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but it's definitely now backed by science. So his his teaching in this are actually very powerful. Okay, so where are we at? Because I know it's a lot. So it's basically recognizing that your conscious reality, so your the world that you're experiencing is influenced by your thoughts and your reality that you want to have for yourself. So your desires, your wishes, your um, you want to basically focus on the power of the assumption that it's already happening for you and then tap into the feelings associated with that uh, with that as if your wish is already fulfilled and then he's talking about holding your attention on this feeling of fulfillment and that'll help you stay focused and keeping that attitude of expectations is going to come in assume that it's coming in and so he talks there's so much in this book like I honestly, it's going to be very, it's very hard for me to highlight in this short little time. Um, and then, so then he talks also about, um, kind of trusting that you 
are will have all these things come to you in their form. And that also, if it's not coming in, like if you're sensing a sense of failure or that it's not working for you, what he's suggesting is that you check your persistence. Uh, persistence is one of the keys and that, uh, that attention. So focusing wholeheartedly on that which you want to fulfill and not getting derailed and distracted and kind of taking that time to turn inward and, um, and focusing inward on, he called it precognition. So focusing on thinking of the forms that you want for the future to come in, um, and then also work on your assumptions. So really connecting as if that experience has whatever you desire, as if that experience, that which you want and desire is already here and the fulfillment is here. And how does that feel? And staying with that and putting all your subjective control on that. So he talked a lot about that as well. And that reminds me in positive psychology of metacognition. So thinking about your thinking and focusing on those intentional behaviors that you can, that you have control over. And this idea of subjective control is controlling what it is that you're putting your attention on from moment to moment. And then he is again, suggesting that you really use that a power that you've already assumed it into your life, that you're already in that space and then you attract that energy. And uh, and then having that persistence. So keep giving uh, your full attention and assume that consciousness and the feelings that come with it. And that reminds me actually of the, um, um, the work also of Angela Duckworth on grit. And uh, I think that would, that's really all about perseverance over time and that, that, that persistence and that focus is really, really important for motivation as well and, and uh, continuing towards your goals. Okay. So I know this is a lot. I know it seems a little woo woo out, out there. Um, there is so much more in this book as well. And also the one thing I might touch on is that uh, nothing is really forced. So you don't want to force things to happen. And uh, he also talked about, um, just having that fixed assumption that your desire is going to come for you and that you focus on the power of that assumption that your wishes will be fulfilled and then connect to that feeling associated with it and then allow yourself to really trust that and have faith that it's going to show up for you and then surrender to that. And, uh, just, he, he called it free will, just kind of go with the flow and, uh, dance between, uh, that power of assumption and assuming your wish fulfilled and feeling the feeling associated with it. And then looking for evidence that it's showing up and it comes to you. And so, yeah, that's, that is about it for this book. It is definitely, Oh, it's a lot and there is so much in it and I'm just scratching the surface for you. But I think the main takeaway I ha- I got from this is... Um it's just, it's such a powerful tool, again, to tap into your imagination and using your imagination and that power of kind of daydreaming or when you go to bed, just lie in bed and um, kind of adapt to those feelings of instead of just wishful thinking, um, go deeper than that, kind of go into the feeling associated with your wishes fulfilled and kind of use that power of assumption or assuming that it's already happening for you and just show up because we determine our consciousness, what, how we're living in our everyday world. 
And so, um, and it's kind of along those lines of, you know, uh, it's not a pursuit of happiness. It's like just being happy. And, and that's kind of the message within this book that it was my main takeaway. And then staying focused. I mean, it's so easy nowadays to just get a little derailed and distracted and demotivated that, and kind of taken away a little bit from our focus. And he's talking all about having that attention and attitude on the feeling already as if your wishes are fulfilled and then noticing little evidence of it showing up for you. And yeah, and then be a doer, of course. And that's one of the things that persistence and that grit uh, towards staying focused and using that idea of being in control of your thinking at all times. And uh yeah, so I, I thought it was very, very powerful. I know it's a little bit woo-woo out there, and I was definitely like, oh my gosh, I was using the tools for sure and testing them. Um, so I invite you to do the same thing. Just see, see how it goes for you. Uh, you can look at more of the power of imagination uh, in terms of the science behind it, because there was there was not a lot of reference to science in this book. Um, so if you do want to make more reference, there's so many great studies done now on the power of um, imagination and visualization um, if you do want to delve more into the science behind it. So I hope that was helpful for you. I know it's a little bit out there, but uh, it was a fun, fun, different sort of read this week, and I hope it was helpful. Please, please, please subscribe, message me, private message me anytime too with book suggestions. I have a big list of people's suggestions, and I'm excited to get to them, and I hope this was helpful. And if it was, go, please, please write a review for me because it really does help. Share with your friends and that's it thank you so much and have a beautiful wonderful day if you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where i take all these books i highlight coach and summarize the contents in my unconventional book and coaching club let's face it no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time but we can make happiness a lifestyle So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.